Hey, it's Shastin Rains, and welcome to Crosswalk Church. You're listening to Today's Presence, a podcast in which Pastor Tim hosts conversations about culture, daily life, and what the scriptures have to say. We desire to bring you encouragement and hope during this time. So once you finish this podcast, make sure to visit crosswalkvillage.com to find more information about our church and additional resources from our pastoral team. Hey, everybody. This is, uh, hey, I don't want to start with, hey, everybody. That reminds me of a of an ill-conceived Ill-conceived panel discussion group you had. A you few offend years me. Ago. You offend me. That was an incredibly popular TV show called called Hey Everybody. And uh, no, it was called The Hey Everybody. What? That's not the better. Hey Everybody. <laughs> fun and informative TV show. Is that what it was? If, when you put the article before all that, it makes sense. The I Hey see. Everybody. Fun and informative TV okay. show. Okay, so um, hey, on YouTube, you can check it out on YouTube. Nobody wants. Nobody cares. Um, Hey, now I don't know how to start. This is Tim and Sam, Sam and Tim. We're coming at you on today's Presence podcast. And we decided we'd have another guest. It went really well with Brian Fowler. And by really well, we didn't have to talk so much. So that's how it worked out with Brian. <laughs> um, so we thought, we thought we'd bring somebody else on. Um, so let me, Sam, can I introduce him? Yeah, please. Okay, just I want to just throw it out before I introduce him that um, Sam is drinking tea today. So I don't know what happened. I began with coffee. You cannot keep going on coffee because it's not good for your body. So you have like chamomile? Is that it? Like a like an old British woman? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, my, my wife's watching Downton Abbey with my daughter. I'm like my head's there. I apologize. I was having a crumpet, a cookie, okay. or a biscuit. No, no. And is that your attempt at an accent? Yes. I'm sorry. I <laughs> I speak another language. I began in another language, so trying to do a... Anyway, just move on. All right, let's move on. Anyway, I, we decided to have a guest. And so the guest that we decided to bring on was, um, is, not was, he still is. Uh, his name is Isai Moran, and he is our um, pastor for creative, for worship and creative arts. Is that your title, Isai? My title changes like every other meeting. Okay, so, <laughs> so for, the, for our so purposes... Whatever you well, give me, bro. Yeah. Yes, this is it. This is it. Um, so you were a student. Isai, thank you for coming, first of all. Absolutely. Good to be here. It's awesome. Isai yeah. um, does our editing, just so you know. What are you, what are you going to jump in there, Sam? Oh, we're just going to ask um, if Isai has ever seen this time of the day before in the morning. <laughs> not very, not not during this quarantine time. There's no reason to, to get up at this time. <laughs> this is, I think actually this is the, probably... I woke up, my alarm was 6.20. Mm. That's got to be the earliest during this quarantine time. I just, I, we have nowhere to go, you know? Mm. You we have, have nowhere work. to be. You have work today. Yeah, I, I can wake up. <laughs> my, my alarm usually is at seven tw- 7.20. That seems usually. reasonable. Mm. Yeah, it's not terrible. Just for the record, Sam wanted you to be at 6 a.m. And I was like, ah, I don't... I don't think Thank we're going to get our best Isaiah at 6 a.m. I appreciate I don't know if you'll get your best Isaiah at 7, but <laughs> here we are. <laughs> so, Isaiah, you used to work for Sam, and now you work for me. Who's a better boss? Right. Who's a better oh, boss? Let's start wow. out there. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Don't answer that. Wow. But, but um, I know, Sam, you've got, you've got questions and that sort of thing. I don't have any. I, don't, I didn't look at the list. I should have looked at the list. But I, I want to say, Isaiah, um, I want to let me be affirming which I try to be sometimes. Um, I haven't affirmed you yet. You you do. You do. 
love, listen, you say he's been putting together the kind of the narrative flow. He's been editing all our stuff for this time during COVID. And um, it's a skill that A, I didn't know he had. And B, um, it's just getting better and better from <clears throat> from the thing with the healthcare workers this last week to mm. the the music that you're doing is obviously amazing. Everybody knows you as a musician, but um, as a producer, as a director, and now as an editor, you're just putting together pieces that are telling a really great story for Crosswalk. Thanks, and bro. I'm just really appreciative yeah. of that. And thank, thank you. you for that. Because if, if it didn't happen, like you'd be, ha- it would be me on iMovie with all those like <laughs> horrific <laughs> titles coming through. I'd use the Star Wars title a lot. I want to see that. <laughs> no, you, you should make that happen. <laughs> no, I know it's a team. I know it's a team, but dude, you, you've done such a phenomenal job. Thank you Thanks, for that. Man. Thank you, man. Thanks for that affirmation. Tim's, re- Tim's really affirming. He texts me and stuff says, hey, thank you. It's, it's been amazing. <laughs> thank you, man. And um, I want to echo what Tim just said, especially this last weekend. Dear listener, the May 2 episode <laughs> of Crosswalk Church with that healthcare um, workers piece, mm. it was, uh, yeah, I gotta, wow. I gotta give credit to, to Josh, Joshua Estrada. We have a, we have a team that's, that's starting to edit a lot. And, um, and yeah, Josh did this one. He's, he's a good, he's a vlogger and storyteller, mm. you know? So, uh, so he crafted it really well, but we were, we were actually here in the, in, we were here um, in my house and we were editing and, um, and we were like, we were in tears, you know, listening to some of those responses. Um, it was wild. It was super wild. I, mm. I don't think we, we get access to, to stories like that normally, you know, uh, at least I don't. Right. Mm. And, uh, I thought that was really, really special. There's been several times actually while editing the, 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 the other one was a Chattanooga piece, you know, where mm-hmm. Chattanooga was sending videos in. Um, of after the disaster absolutely wild and uh and and yeah we're just out here in tears <laughs> while editing is really moving i i want to just in case people are jumping into this podcast without any context um so there's a campus in chattanooga crosswalk campus mm-hmm. chattanooga that and and um there was a recent tornado um that ripped through town and you guys did a piece on the the recovery efforts and what people went through. Mm-hmm. Um, that was so good. So I have a question about, um, this is, this is part of what we wanted to talk to you about this morning is some, some of the behind the scenes, um, about the work you're doing. Like how did, how did you conceive and put together that this, this was the healthcare uh, piece this mm-hmm. last weekend. And then maybe some questions about music, how you're thinking through that, um, sure. where you're recording. I'm super curious about that so yeah one one thing cool. at a time yeah yeah absolutely um it's been it's been really cool man it's been really cool to to do this i think the first week that it happened it was a thursday when we made the call that's right to uh to to cancel church um and and uh, we had essentially a day to uh <laughs> to piece something together um, which was nuts. That was, it was wild. And so just Thursday morning, we woke up, we're like, we might cancel church, got to church, confirmed we're going to cancel church. And I remember we all got, we were in your office where you are yeah. right now, Tim. And we just got in there and we were brainstorming. It was like a, it's like a, a like the base, you know, uh, <laughs> <laughs> control central. And, and, uh, and we, we decided to, um, to try to do an artistic take just as quickly as we could. 
uh, for our service. Um, so the main thing was, was, uh, was like trying to shoot the worship service in a more artistic and creative way. So we had DSLRs, like people moving. We usually have like, like, like a camera just on a stand. Um, but we wanted people to feel like they were actually there worshiping. And, uh, and so we definitely underestimated how much work it was going to be. So I, you know, we kind of mentally put together our schedule and uh, we had the band coming in like at, like at two, um, and, uh, and my thought, okay, we'll be done like at four 30, we're going to go grab some, some, some dinner, come back and finish editing like at 10. Um, we, I didn't leave there till seven in the morning. Wow. <laughs> we were just there all night editing uh, big shout out to Nick Sims. He's been doing a lot of the video editing, yeah. uh, doing all our worship stuff, but he was, he was with me at that very first day where we, uh, just didn't know what we were doing and uh, stayed there all night. It was really fun. Um, also very tiring. Hazel was so confused. She was like, what is happening? What are you guys doing? <laughs> yeah, it was totally. Who's Hazel? Who's Hazel's this your wife? Hazel's my <laughs> wife. Hazel's my wife. She's awesome. I'm glad that I, I got married before. <laughs> the, uh, hey, anniversary's coming up. You got two it months is. to plan a to plan an anniversary, your first anniversary. That's right. We were going to go to El Salvador. Wow. Yeah. Hmm. And now wow. you're going to go to the other door. I'm just uh, Exactly. That's not See what you did there. <laughs> it was bad. It was horrible. It's early. Mm. No, man. And so you, um, how, how long do you spend editing every single week? And how do you do that? Do you like send out, like, what do you do? Um, I, I, I th- I usually end up editing until like maybe like eleven o'clock on Friday, but that's always because mm-hmm. there because because there's always um there's always something that goes wrong, mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and then I have to try to figure it out. Here's here's a really important piece to all this is that I'm actually not a video editor <laughs> right at all. You know I. I I've I've had to learn this stuff as as I go, which is great now that we're relying on on an amazing team. Um, who knows knows about stuff but like two two Fridays ago um, I I discovered this thing with frame rates you know I didn't know there were different frame rates and I was up to like one o'clock trying to figure <laughs> out why is this video pitched down you know like why do they sound like they were singing and they were literally like down here I'm like what's happening <laughs> so it always just something always happens which makes it a lot longer um, but I think the kind of going back also to to Sam's question, the coolest thing about this type of of ser- of service is that we get to be a lot more collaborative in what we do. Yeah, mm-hmm. more than we are, more yeah. than we can be live. So, the medical professionals piece, which um, aired this past Saturday, um, people send in videos people in the, in the medical field who are kind of on the front lines of this COVID crisis they send in videos basically telling their stories and that's something that you just you can't really do live um as well I the the first example that I gave of this um was this show Sam you might have shown me this show or I, I had a, a season where I was really about this when I was at La Sierra 
Um, it's called, uh, it's by uh, Joseph Gordon-Levitt. Um, mm. yeah. Super talented guy. Uh, the show's called Hit Record on TV. Yeah. And it's super, this super innovative thing. Um, and yeah. I send that link out. You guys should honestly check that out. Um, I did when you send it out. <laughs> it's time. And it's just I'm, for the right, I'm, I'm talking to the listeners. I'm talking to listeners. Oh, you're talking to the listeners. <laughs> 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 we forget, we forget <laughs> that there's any listeners. There's, this is not just us hanging out. <laughs> 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 you guys, the, the people hearing, the thousands <laughs> of people hearing this. I call them dear listeners. <laughs> dear listeners, please, yeah. please watch this. But it's called Hit Record on TV. And what he does, um, he builds an entire show based on collaboration and so he had like his own website or something and he would put prompts out and people would respond with music with thoughts and it was all like people um people you know shooting from their from their house like on their phone kind of low quality thing but um but the stories that he was able to tell was so cool he would piece a song together and he'd put you know like this was made from you know 500 collaborations or hmm. or yeah. you know 250 collaborations and i thought it was really really cool and i wondered that you know we could probably do something like that i honestly I've, i'm really proud that we jumped into that because it's allowed us to showcase our community in a way um that we we couldn't even do live um i'm i'm proud that you know i don't i'm not i'm not proud that i'm not seeing that everywhere but that we're kind of one of the first ones to really try to try to do mm-hmm. that sort of tor- storytelling. Um, and I've worked with other campuses now more than, more than I ever have before. So. Yeah. And that's probably the coolest thing is that we've, we've, you know, we've gone from one church with three campuses um, to one church altogether. And yeah. the interaction in the chat when, when we stream and we stream, so we stream a pre-recorded service live and everybody interacts in the chat every single time. I know there are some churches who like set up a seven hour hmm. video thing that they use all these archives and this and that. So you kind of never know where you are in the day. We try and do it for every single service. And that was a decision that we made early on because while it would be easier to come push a button and walk away, mm-hmm. we wanted, we still wanted the interaction with our congregation as much as possible. Yeah. And so that's why we do it the way that we do it. We spent like two hours on that decision. Yeah. I remember we that. We usually don't spend that, that long on a decision. No, but you guys wouldn't listen to me. <laughs> that's probably true. <laughs> Normally you're agreeable. Nobody was agreeable that day. Everyone was like, nah, no. Definitely not. I, I think I think actually that went, we we were home and we were still texting each other like, no, that doesn't sound yeah. right. <laughs> it's, it was great. <laughs> yeah. Hey, can you say more about the music? How, um, how you think through preparing for, for the the broadcast. What do we call them? Sure. We call them broadcasts? Sure. Yeah, yeah I guess. Um, so how do you choose who, which team is going to do it? Chattanooga or Redlands? How do you um, choose songs? Where do you record? And I'm still curious about where, where you are. What locations are these teams in? Mm, good questions. Um, Chattanooga has been so good, man. Shout shout out to anybody yeah. who's from Chattanooga worship team. You guys are amazing. Um, but uh, it's it's a lot less produced than our normal services. You know, we 
we're, we're we got a really good system down with our with our normal services um but yeah a lot a lot less produce um which has been kind of cool actually uh, rick usually hits me up and um and we just kind of schedule out the next month um who's rick rick anderson from chattanooga uh, founder <laughs> founder campus pastor great yeah. guy uh, but yeah he hits me up and uh and we probably we're probably out like a month uh, planning and they they they're gonna do another another week um later on this month but um i think it's been tough getting a, a team together just because of the restrictions and we're trying to figure out the best way to do it while keeping social distancing um so that's why you've seen a lot of me <laughs> because yep. i kind of serve serve a couple roles there um and we're trying to limit as many people as possible and um the the place that we recorded that we have been recording was the junior high room at crosswalk mm-hmm. um oh, okay yeah we just put some curtains up and uh and we made our little makeshift studio there um but we were told after a while that if we were going to be there we had to wear masks and uh and it's hard to sing with masks <laughs> i haven't tried it maybe we should <laughs> but i'm assuming it must be tough and so we've just moved it to home recording um mm. from now from now at least to redlands campus um okay. we did at my we did at my house this past uh, two two saturdays ago um, hmm. which, which is really, really awesome. Um, this next Saturday is going to be, um, at the, at the Avila's home at the Avila's residence, um, with Yami and, uh, and Ashley and Ali. It's going to be awesome. We're, we're recording outside. It was tough. There was a guy mowing his lawn right next to where we were recording <laughs> and we would, we, we would wait for him to, to pause so that he could take out you know clean his his lawnmower and then we'd go let's go we let's record and we <laughs> we press record <laughs> and uh and yeah wouldn't we wouldn't we never made it through an entire song without the lawnmower in there so you guys might hear <laughs> recording this next service um the the set we choose with the people who are leading because we want we want the songs to really be close to their hearts um yeah and, and when we get there we don't have usually like like a verse chorus order um that we do we usually do when we meet live um but we kind of kind of let it happen a little bit mm. um and there's been a lot of moments in those worship sessions that are not planned at, at all um mm. and we're really really locked in um to the spirit and and where where God is leading us um we pray before we record and because we we want to try to understand how many people we're we're leading you know um yeah. cuz we're just in a in a room somewhere in a backyard somewhere right but uh but once we that kind of sets in and we realize hey we're going to lead a entire congregation right now um mm-hmm. sometimes you know the the leaders just kind of go in deeper and it's and it's really really special i've i've loved those moments so yeah mm. yeah i think it comes through too you had a couple of weeks ago when you did it in your house you did two songs and they were gorgeous and then then like god showed up oh the, yeah with the the light in the window for oh, yeah. for another one and it was so beautiful 
Yeah. And, and you're kind of like, oh, that's a shame they didn't use that lighting, but it was just totally the sun coming through the it window. It was just right? Jesus, you know? It was just Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> the the sun, it was like, what, like six o'clock? Um, and it only happened for that one song, for Touch of Heaven. Um, hmm. And and uh, we finished that one, and it was, it was like that cinematic, This Is Us. I was watching This Is Us yesterday, and they do these shots all the time where like the, the, the sun is is right behind the character and it's just like shining through really nice. Um, mm-hmm. But, mm-hmm. but we just got it for touch of heaven and we're like, let's try to get it for the next song. And we like try to push through. We didn't get it. <laughs> it, it went away, but it was a good song to have it on. Well, Hey, do you, um, I've been wondering this. Um, you've been very minimalist in the production of, of this music. So I'm wondering if that's an intentional choice or if it's something you've had to do because of, you know, that you can't, you don't have access to more, to more. Um, yeah. but I, it, I think I've noticed your playing is minimalist. Um, um, say, say something about that. Sure. I think it's definitely started from a, from a place where we can't meet, you know, obviously, but we've seen, it's been a, a cool opportunity for us to, um, uh, I don't know. It's like a more um, intimate version of, of worship sometimes. Um, so that's been, it's been really cool to do that. I think in general, um, our church leans towards a more minimalistic approach to, to worship. Even from when I got here, the worship services is pretty chill. And I think where that comes from, I tried to write something about it not too long ago, but it's this, it's this thought that, I prefer to do less in excellence hmm. than than more and have it be mediocre. You know, um, I'm actually it's I'm actually obsessed with that like concept. To be honest, like I think about that probably way more than I should. Like when I when I preach, I think about that. You know, I, I'm going to do a short sermon, and usually I go under a little bit under for what yeah. people ask of me. They're like, "Can you give me a 30 minute?" sermon i'm gonna do 20 (laughs) you know um and i just focus on those 20 i tell people i i just speak i don't i don't speak long enough for people to realize i have no idea what i'm talking about i want to i want to i want to just keep it real short um and and have people's attention i i even think about that in conversation to be honest like i will cut conversations with people short when they're on a high, just so like I can leave with that good <laughs> feeling. Leave, leave them wanting more of Isai. Is that what's going on here? I never <laughs> That's what's <knew>. happening. Hey, <laughs> on that note, guys, this has been good. I got to go. <laughs> I like how you think that was a high note that you're leaving on. That's nice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's true. Do you do this to Hazel too? Yeah, this conversation no. is over here because someone. That's it. I no, want to leave I, it on I a can. high, Hazel. I can't I have no option with Hazel, but <laughs> everybody else I do. <laughs> like this, this feels really good. I'm going to end it before <coughs> it starts going down. <laughs> you say, you know, you're, you're a relatively young guy. You're how old are you now? 25. You're 25 years old, yeah. but you've been in ministry for quite a while. Cause like I said, mm-hmm. you were with Sam when you were at La Sierra university and then you've worked with me. How many years now? Five, four, four years, four, four already. Yeah. Four yeah. years. Tell me what's changed in ministry since you got into it. And now what, is, what perspective has changed? What have you learned that you think is important, especially for young ministers, perhaps? Hmm. 
Wow. That's a good question. Um, yeah, I, I feel like, I feel like you guys have been such a big part of, of my growth. And I really, I really mean that. I feel like the, some, like one of the first thing that comes to mind is just, um, it's been great to have like really good mentors, um, in ministry that have kind of like guided me through and pushed me through. Um, I think like both of you guys have been like a really big part, part of that. And I've, I've always felt kind of taken care of, um, the coolest thing that I've experienced that I see a lot of other pastors struggle with young pastors struggle with is that I'm kind of on the same page, kind of, (laughs) I am on the same page (laughs) as my senior pastor, right. As my lead pastor, which is Tim, um, we're, we're kind of, we're kind of locked and I don't feel like we're ever in a room thinking we want this to go completely opposite directions. Right. And I, I've heard a lot from my fellow pastors, you know, um, like young pastors who just, who enter into a place and feel like they have to give up on, on their, on what God has placed on their heart, you know, Mm -hmm for ministry because their leadership team is just not in that, in that mindset. And I got a lot going into ministry, not from you guys, but I heard a lot of like, just wait and see, it'll get tough. You know, it'll get tough. Just like, wait and see. I got that a lot before getting married too. (laughs) Um, Like most people come back, like they would not most people, a lot of people would say like, Oh, you, oh, you just wait. It's going to be tough. I'm like, I'm sure it is, you know, but everybody have such a negative perspective, you know, but coming into ministry, it was that it was like, uh, I heard like essentially, Oh, just wait, you're, you're going to have to give up on your hopes and dreams too. <laughs> like all of us, you know, but I, wow. Yeah. And I want, um, I want my wife to know I never said that. Yeah. yeah, no, he didn't. He didn't. <laughs> he didn't. I appreciate people who who have a positive uh, perspective on marriage. <laughs> that means a lot. But um, yeah, I I see a lot of my like young friends who are going into ministry have these huge um, dreams that God has and visions that God has placed on their heart, and they enter into a setting and they just they just hit a wall. And I think for me, what's been cool is it's to be in a place where, where I can, I can truly, um, I know it sounds cliche, but like fulfill my potential, you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> like I'm, I'm kind of in a dream place right now. Um, because I was, uh, um, I'm able mm-hmm. to put these worlds of music and, and, and theology and my love for Jesus together. And mm-hmm. m- really, um, I would speak less to young pastors and more to older pastors. <laughs> like, say it, say it. Yeah, like yeah. to be to really, really be able to um, think through how you can set up your young ministers to to do what God has placed in their hearts. You know, um, like that's mm-hmm. that's real, and that's where you're. They're gonna give you your their blood, sweat, and tears. You know what where their work is is closely tied into their heart and what they feel God is calling them to, um, they're going to 
they're going to work hard. You know, I, I, I'm, I'm tired of hearing all this, like, uh, you know, millennials are lazy nonsense, you know, like they'll work hard, you know, like maybe try to position them to not give, sell their soul, you know, so that they can just, just, they're just a a pawn in in the church structure, you know? Um, Anyways, Mm. that's, Mm. I I don't know if that, there's a lot more things that I've learned, but that's the first thing that came to mind. That is a lot. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I've learned a lot more things. That I, that do you I have do. do you have colleagues that um have already left because they couldn't they didn't find fulfillment or they didn't have leaders that gave them opportunities to do what they really love and they're passionate absolutely. about? Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Um, I think it's been that and and honestly a hard time maneuvering through through practical theology, you know, like people struggling um, with making sense of, of theology, God in the real world. Um, Hmm. And I think for that, like you really need for both of those things, you just really need mentors to set you up to, to do what God's calling you to do and to, to help you you know, think through the, the tough questions. Um, but yeah, I, I have, I have friends who are in that, in that place, like a little bit more, a lot more discouraged. Actually, when I first started, um, sometimes we'd, we'd get together and I'd hear, it'd be kind of sad. And I felt bad jumping in and be like, actually, things are going really good for me. Uh, (laughs) everything's, (laughs) everything's pretty, it's, it's fine. We get to do this and that and this and that. And, and it just sucks to see a lot of pastors not being able to, to mm. be creative. Um, I heard somebody said this in a, in a meeting I was at recently about young pastors that, that the, the church sometimes becomes a ceiling for creativity and, and innovation for young pastors um, as opposed to the thing that really allows them to, to flourish and, wow. um, and to, to fulfill their vocation, what God has really called them to do, you know? So, um, wow. so yeah, I have, I have a, a group of friends who, who are trying to figure out a lot as I am too, you know? Um, but, but I really hope that things can, can turn around and, and church can become a launching pad, you know, for, for innovation and, and for people to, to fulfill their, their purpose, you know? Yeah. I, I think until we see, until we see the church as that trampoline, Mm-hmm. Right, it's supposed to be that thing that that lifts us higher, that lets us see over the fence and see what's mm-hmm. next and see what's coming. Right, and um, I think I think we have, especially those of us who who've gotten a little older in in ministry, a little more seasoned. <laughs> seasoned, <laughs> I, say, seasoned. Uh, I think if if we don't do that, it's our fault that young people don't stay. That's right, my yeah. right, right, right. A- absolutely, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Hey, well, I apologize on behalf of whatever all the, the structure or organization for um, being a ceiling more than mm-hmm. a launching pad. And um, but don't you think it's that, fear, Sam? Um, What's well, your we, take talk, on we, it? we talked about this in the last podcast. A little bit. Yeah. Oh, we didn't. It's, it's partly fear, partly um 
I think it's I think it's partly a it, a, a real well it, you know I'm gonna repeat fear of what people like you say bring the kind of innovation that's going to change us to the place where we're not we're not recognizable anymore um, yeah. or we don't recognize any of the old ways we were right um, and so I think one thing that I would have I would love to spend a lot more time on on with Isai is that um, the fact that a, a past generation fought some wars that Isai doesn't have to worry about right now. Um, and you you inherited in some way, Isai, a, a church context that is a lot easier than um, even Tim began in, right, Tim? Um, yes, didn't we begin at the same time? What? <laughs> <laughs> you said it. You said it like you weren't there. I met you like the first day in seminary. <laughs> Didn't you, Tim? In your time, <laughs> I, know. Uh, I know the day I met you, Tim. And the day I met you, you said, "Yeah, I remember it." Really? Yeah, yeah. You were the skinny little kid in my freshman <laughs> class, my freshman I was, orientation class. I was class. never skinny. I was never skinny, so you got that wrong. <laughs> I remember you skinny. You had so, a frohawk, little frohawk going up in your head. I, I thought, who is, who is this guy? So I met him earlier than you did because I knew him at Bible conference. That's Tim, right. Tim yeah. takes Joe in the early adopter. He's an early Isaiah adopter. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I saw that kid. I was like, he will work with me one day. Uh, so Tim, yeah, Tim, when I was a senior in high school, Tim spoke for for junior senior Bible camp where I played keys yeah. and he taught, I remember him teaching our band how to get into the worship. You know, he, <laughs> he taught us, you know, just like different like sky pumps that you could do to like get everybody stoked. <laughs> and I actually, um, you know, knew of Sam like since like junior high or something like that. Cause you came to speak once Oh, and at Orangewood Academy, where I went to oh. school. Um, and Sam, dude, you're one of the greatest storytellers of all time, right? It's just true. like not even a pastor story, just of all time. Because I remember the story that you told when I was in junior high, bro. Wow. And I remember the face that you made when you told that story. <laughs> it was about this old lady driving a car. It was about this. Yeah, I don't. I don't know the spiritual connection to it, <laughs> but I do remember that story. Wow, um, <laughs> I think that's called a, a failed illustration. If you don't remember the point, <laughs> point it made about God. But Tim, yeah, I think it's fear to answer your very, very a question from a long time ago. It is fear. Yeah. Um, yeah, we're afraid that the church we know won't be the church that we give our kids. And I would argue that if we give our kids the church that we know, we've failed. Yes. Hmm. Because we haven't been able to, to tweak it and change it and make it something that's, that's relevant to them. And we, we actually hear this sometimes. I think you'd agree with me, Say, Like the older, the older generation in our church at Crosswalk sometimes is like, hey, what are, what are we supposed to do? Um, cause it seems like you've got everything handled from the greeting to the music, to the, to the finances. Like you've got these young people doing everything and that's not necessarily a decision that we made. That's, I think just the vibe that we put out that if you, you know, if you want to be a part of this thing, it's going to take a lot of energy. It's going to take a lot of stuff. And so I remember the first time we had like an 80 year old say, you know, in most churches, I would know what, where I fit, but at your church, I don't know what I'm supposed to do. What should I do? Mm -hmm. And it was kind of beautiful. 
you know, but it was painful too, because we've watched a lot of people who've come in who are a little bit older, who have done music in their church for 30 years and they come here and it's beyond them. Um, with grace, I say that it's beyond them because these guys are so incredibly good at what they're doing because they've grown up with such a different worship experience and have leaned into it in such a different way. Um, that, I mean, I don't, I don't play music and I did it for a while, but now they don't, they don't, they don't, they don't ask. They don't. They, they don't, don't need. They don't, need they, don't, they don't. want me to do it. How do you, Tim? How do you, how do you deal with that? Um, how are you, like, how do you have that in you that says, like, okay, I'm done. And when do you know it's the time? Like, I'm done doing music. I, like, I'm scared to get to that point. I'm scared to get to that point and well, the point where I wake up at two a.m. I'm scared to get to those points. <laughs> so how do you how do you do that? Like this thing that's defined me for yeah for my entire life. No, dude. Know? That I mean, because we were there. I think Sam Sam would probably recognize this as well. Like we I mean, we played music for ten years. That's what I was the music guy. That's what I did. You know, you you begin first of all, you surround yourself with people who are amazing. That's important, and people who will tell you the truth. If everyone's just telling you what you want to hear chances are you're surrounded by the wrong people. You don't want just sycophants around you who think you're so great. Um, I remember I remember we did a show one time, Sam. And in the middle of the show, I felt, I thought, I don't know if I need mm. to do this anymore. Mm. Like we're jumping around, getting the crowd hype, whatever. And I was in my mid thirties <laughs> and I was like, I don't, I would rather be home with my kids. Mm. And I thought, ah, it's time for me to change. And then, you know, the next generation, because I think, I think Sam and I actually were, you know, we were part of the, you know, we were part of, of opening the door for some of the stuff that you guys do. You guys were the the page turn for sure. Yeah. And, and I think that we were, I realized like, okay, that page has been turned. There's opportunities. These guys are better than we are. Why would I stand in the way? It's ego at that point, right? Why would I stand in the way of somebody who's better than I am at doing this? Um, let's yeah. let them, let's let them do it. And I want to see what God has for me next. What, what position is he going to put in next where I can be a page turn, turner? I yeah. Think. Well, I don't, I don't know if I was ever the musician that both of you are. Sam's so. way better than he says. No. That's Sam conducted an orchestra when he was in high school. Are we clear? <laughs> really? No, he Let's did. Talk. He that did. Let's, let's yeah, continue. He let's move on quickly from that. His, he gave his orchestra let's, teacher or let's, conductor a heart attack and then he took over. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if that's the exact narrative. I don't know if that's how I remember the story. I need to know that more is, about this story. That is a horrible, horrible way to tell that story. That's not at all what happened. <laughs> Someday in the future, we'll talk. When we do, a, when we do a, another episode on oh, music, we'll do to, a, a, whole, a whole episode on that. Way to keep them hooked. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> But yeah, no, you say, look, I think for, for us, the, the, the music is, was a vehicle for something bigger that we want to accomplish in the world. Yeah. And when that vehicle, you know, someone has a, a better one, shinier, more cylinders, and it's just going to go faster, you know, it's time mm-hmm. to figure out a different way to do the work that you want to do anyway. So for us, it was always a, we're, um, how do we accomplish the work of that we've been called to do for the gospel in the world? And, um, and music was a part of it for a while. Yeah. I also mm-hmm. remember thinking that, that like Tim, there was so much talent around me so much that my, when I was getting invited to play um, with, with you guys, 
it was more like a, look at look at the novelty yeah. of the the, <laughs> the 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 old pastor playing the bass, <laughs> the pastor dads, and he can yeah. barely keep up. Yeah, no, not interested, not <laughs> also, interested. And I also went home with some pulled muscles from our last shows. <laughs> it's and true. I knew, I don't I don't think I need to be doing that anymore. <laughs> That's funny. No, but you know what, what the blessing has been, the blessing has been is to watch younger generations come and far exceed anything that we've done. That's so yeah. cool. That's to me, that's the best legacy in the world is just being able to, to open a door and get out of the way. Yeah. There was, I, and there was a, there was a, a strong shift towards worship also while we were in music. Yeah. That we didn't begin with that for us. It was part worship, part entertainment but I think the the way that music in church that you guys took it was is a um, complete surrender to the to the work of Jesus. Um, that's it. Yeah. yeah, that's 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 big. Thanks for thanks for that. I I want to share something. I know you guys definitely have been um, a huge part of this patron in our context in the Adventist context for for worship and all that. Um, I I was actually telling telling somebody about uh, Greg who, who edited our, our sermon part of the Easter service. Like Greg was the first person who taught me about like pads on the keyboard, you know, <laughs> like that pad sound and in, in, in the back of like Hillsong or elevation worship songs, like Greg taught me all that at garden Grove church when I was yeah. a senior in high school. Like he, he taught me those things. So you guys have definitely been, been a huge part. I, I think people around my age, um, they, they also though have seen the the music wars. They've mm-hmm. seen, they've like I I have I definitely grew up there as well. Um, and you guys paved the way, you know, for for us to step into this context. But people my age are really really well aware of it. Um, and and the first people that I see in, in Adventism that don't necessarily have that same burden are, are like the youth at crosswalk. Yeah. You know, like they're, they're able, they're able to like, this is their context and they get to just step right in, step right Mm -hmm. up. Yeah. And it's been amazing. They never have to ask, is this okay? Right. Is somebody going to be mad? Is it too loud? Right. Like they, they're aware of it a little bit, but like they've they've really just stepped up um and i feel like what's cool is that i hope that everybody's been able to see um like a little bit of a uh, there's like a period on this on this music wars thing yeah and i see it in our high school group you know like this is this is the end of a long time of a lot of arguments a lot of battles a lot of people leaving church a lot of long board meetings like <laughs> a lot of people getting fired <laughs> like this this is a period of that and now to be honest what we have to what i'm trying to shift shift to um is is not burdening that generation with the wars of the past yeah yes. like i don't want to bring those things up i don't want to be like well you know i know in my time, you know what I mean? In my day. In my 10 years ago. <laughs> um, I don't want to burden them with that because they don't know much about that and they don't need to, right? Um, right. 
and and that's been that's been really special to to just see them step right into a new season of worship and like dude these these kids are so good dude, they're so they're good. so good I, the conversation i'm having with people my age about the high school group is like imagine imagine if we were there when we were 13 wow. you know 14 um and i i feel like we've we've really gotten somewhere you know uh, that's funny that's what we used to say tim when we were in our late 30s early 40s <laughs> i know but it just reminds me that the church is going to be okay man every generation yeah. finds its voice and our job is to just continue to help them find their voice um hey thank you isai for being here man you're Absolutely. such an amazing talent we're so blessed to be able to work with you and watch what you do it's been it's an honor for me and thanks for hanging out with us sam um always a pleasure Hey, always a pleasure. I know always you, a pleasure. Lots you have to do today. I'm sure there's a work. And you, and you. Yep. I will. I will do a thing or two. But um, listen, this is Tim and Sam. Sam and Tim with Isaie today <laughs> yes. on today's Presence Podcast. This is going to be number uh, like 15, 16. Wow, six season. That's amazing. Season. We should probably stop. It, we <laughs> we need to take Isaie's like his. His way of doing things, his philosophy, and like, oh, it was a good one. We're done. We're, we're done. done. <laughs> That's right. Limited scope. No, we we're gonna go. we're gonna talk way too much for way too long. <laughs> That's good. All right, you guys. Thanks for being here. 